What's shaking? Hey, I'm Rick Jordan. Today, we're going all in. Last night, I was at an event in the town that I live in that was pretty cool. It was like a celebration, like a once in a 100 year celebration because of the, the day that things fell on. And there was a drone show at the end of the thing, like at nine o'clock. I was down there with uh, my twins, actually, Richard and Ariel. And the drone show was freaking spectacular. It, there was like 500 drones. I'm not even exaggerating. 500 drones that were in the air doing these things. They, they had it coordinated to music. I mean, it was just, it, it was beautiful and just moving. It, it was pretty awesome to, to see a Chicago suburb like this just really jump on board to have this amazing celebration and use technology to do so. And it was great because the, the show lasted, you know, just like any typical fireworks show, but it was a drone show. It lasted about 15 minutes or so amazing then i go back to the car and i get in and well first i, I don't even get in yet because i've got a 2021 bmw x7 as my daily driver and i go to get into the car and it's got the handle sensors like a lot of vehicles do i mean doesn't matter what make a lot of vehicles have something whether it's a button to unlock it from the outside that way you don't have to remove the fob from your pockets no so mine is like you just touch the inside of the handle to unlock it and there's like a little kind of raised bump thing almost kind of like braille that you put your thumb on to to lock it it's just a touch thing so I, I go to touch it to unlock and the thing doesn't unlock i'm like well that's weird so i'm thinking you know maybe the the battery in my key dive i mean no i don't think so i just had those replaced a little bit ago so i take the fob out of my pocket and i hit the unlock thing unlocks just fine i'm like sweet here we go just something weird right i go to get into the car and I go to start it because the push button is like on the console in the center for me and doesn't start. Thing starts yelling at me and I've got a message on the dashboard to the right. I've got a message on the dash in front of me that says key missing. Like, all right, that's great. Key missing. And then I'm looking this up. I'm like, okay, I, I haven't had to do this in this car yet. But if you've ever had to do this before, there's a way to start the vehicle if the, if the thing doesn't see your key. Right. You actually, I remember like some GM vehicles is like a little socket that you place it in and it just has a reader that's inside there because it's an RFID chip and it can, it can see that the key is present so that you can start the car. If it can't use the radios inside to see if it's there, I'm like, cool. Where is this thing? Oddly enough, it's like place it on the steering column. That's what the, the screen says. I'm like, cool. So there's this nice fat BMW right in the middle of my steering wheel. And I didn't think steering column, right? I see that. I'm like, cool. I'm going to tap it to that nothing right so i'm like I, this has to be the wrong spot so i'm looking around and sure enough it's on the side of the steering column like where if you if you're in your 30s or 40s you know this right because maybe not your 20s and younger but if you're in your 30s and 40s you know that vehicles used to have physical keys all of them and they all used to be for the most part the the keyhole was on the side the ignition was on the side of the steering column the right side of the steering column and that's where this sensor is so you look at it, it's got a nice little icon of a key got two arrows pointing in at it. i'm like cool there it is so i go and it doesn't work like son of a gun okay so i have my other key fob brought to me right and i'm like maybe this fob is dead so key fob comes i try to put put the key fob on and the second one right and the second one opens and closes the the car no problem you still get inside it still says missing key i try to put that one up against the steering column 
car still does not start. Cannot tell that there's a key in the vehicle. And now I have both fobs that came with the vehicle, right? I'm actually going through like hardware troubleshooting, like I typically have done in years past being a technician and a, a network engineer and all of that. I'm going through these steps, right? I'm like, okay, if this one doesn't work, then maybe this one will work. Maybe it's a problem here. And I'm just going down the line troubleshooting this thing. Second key fob does not work. I'm like, well, that sucks. <laughs> now I need to call roadside assistance. You know, I get out of the car, I call roadside assistance, and they're like, okay, well, and they're going through the same thing with me and all of this stuff. And this was so cool, because they're like, I need to read some diagnostics from your vehicle. I gave them the last seven because there's a BMW app, right, that I just logged right in and called them from there. And it started the case, connected me on the phone with them. And then they're like, I need to, I need to access data from your vehicle. So um, by this time, I'm standing on the sidewalk, like th there's a message on the screen that you need to press to allow your vehicle to send me the data. I'm like, really? That's awesome. So I, I go inside the car. At this point, this is like a sort of fun experience because uh, the communication's fantastic. And then I, I get in the car and I see right on the dash, and I'm like, there it is. Like, would you, would you like to share your information with BMW Roadside Systems? Yes, I would sends it straight off to him. So she's like, oh, I'm reading the messages here. Okay, it doesn't recognize your keys. I'm like, I know, that's why I'm calling you. So she's like, okay, so then she's like, well, this isn't gonna happen, right? We have to get you towed. You know, I'm gonna find the nearest BMW dealer. I have your location already because you sent that when you accepted and we're gonna send a tow truck right there for you. Is tonight okay? I'm like, yeah, tonight's good. I would prefer to not have this sit because again, it's not by where I live. It's actually in a town that I attended a drone show at. She's like, okay, no problem. So while she's doing her thing on the other line, I'm like, I wonder, I go to, if I can remote start my car, because I have the app, I can remote start the car. Maybe then it'll start and I can get in and then the, it'll recognize the key or something, right? So I go on the app while she's doing all this stuff and I remote start the car and it's like, hey, command successfully sent to the vehicle. I'm like, sweet. And I'm standing right next to her like, this thing isn't started. It said it started on the app, but it's not started. I'm like, all right. So I tell her, I'm like, you know what? I just tried remote starting this thing because maybe I could get in the car. I tell her this. She's like, wow, you're trying everything. I'm like, I know. I'm just going through the steps here that I can think in my mind, the logical steps. So I go back into the vehicle because she needed something. I can't remember what it is. I go back into the vehicle and the preconditioning, right? The climate control is on. The dash is all lit up. The car thinks that it's on. It thinks that, that it's turned on from the remote start, but the engine never ran. The engine never even tried to turn over, but the car is like this weird zombie car to where it's like the walking dead, right? It's like stuff's going on inside, but the thing ain't moving. Uh, the, the engine is not started at all. I mean, even the, the lights that flash when it receives the command didn't even flash, but the inside of the car lit up like a spaceship. Engine not going, I'm like, this is odd. So then I'm trying to stop and I'm like, doesn't turn off either. <laughs> She's like, all right, I've got, I've got a car coming to you. She goes, okay, first, Mr. Jordan, you're going to receive a text message. This is going to be the confirmation of your case number. And then right after that, in about two minutes or so, you're going to receive another text message with the status of the towing company. I see that you, your car probably won't shift into neutral, right? I'm like, no, it won't. The thing doesn't start, you know, and you have to have the thing on in order to shift. Okay, well, I needed to find somebody, that's why it took me a couple more minutes, that has special equipment to load your car on the tow truck because you cannot shift this into neutral. I'm like, all right, cool. 
And she's like, okay, is there anything else I can do for you right now? Again, you'll receive a text message that'll tell you the name of the towing company and the ETA. You know, right now, you know, we're guessing maybe about 120 minutes. I'm like, wow, 120 minutes. So like, yeah, that's, a, that's the, the information I'm reading back, okay? And I'm like, all right, well, I appreciate you telling me. So we get off the phone and no joke, two minutes later, I get a text message. And the text message says, I've got it right in front of me right now, uh, or I did anyways, right? Maybe I deleted it. I don't know. But, oh no, it's right there, right? Top Rank Towing LLC has been assigned to your service request and will be there in 120 minutes. Tap here for live updates on your towing. I'm like, well, it sucks that it's two hours, but at the same time, that's pretty great, right? Because I can just see the, the live view of this the whole time. It's like, I, I so appreciated this process up until this point. And then it was maybe five minutes later, maybe five minutes later that I received a phone call after this text message from D BMW roadside assistance from somebody completely different. And they just said, Hey, Mr. Jordan, I just wanted to let you know, if you didn't receive the text message, that a towing company has been assigned, and they'll be there in about 120 minutes. I'm like, that's awesome. I got the text message. Thank you. I appreciate you calling me. I hope you're picking up on the pattern in this story so far. Because now I hang up the phone, right? And no joke, five minutes later, I get a call from the towing company from the actual guy that's gonna come out and he's like, hey, Mr. Jordan, I got the, the order to tow your BMW. You know, it, it looks like it's an M package, right? I'm like, it is? So he's like, well, that has the wider base on the rear tire, so I have to bring some different equipment that's, that's wider for the rear tires. I think those are 315s. I'm like, they are, they were freaking wide, man. He's like, okay, no problem. He goes, uh, I know it's set 120 minutes. I'm gonna try to make it there as fast as I can. I just finished up another tow job and I will let you know when I'm on my way. I'm like, Okay, cool. That's great. So in the meantime, I'm like, what do I do? I just go down the street to a restaurant, whatever. It doesn't matter. So in this process, right, it was only about 15 minutes after that, that I got a call back from this guy, a phone call, right? And, and he says, all right, Mr. Jordan, I'm on my way. I finished up pretty quick. I should be there in about 45 minutes. I'm like, dude, I appreciate you. And then immediately as he gets there, right, because I'm just sitting there, immediately as he gets there, he's like, I made it here as fast as I can because I know that it's late and I wanted to get you on your way, so we'll get this taken care of. I'm like, awesome, that's great. And then after he loads the thing up onto the flatbed, he tells me, he's like, okay, I'm going to bring this to the BMW in Orland Park because that's the closest one. I think that's okay with you. I'm like, yes, I just had it serviced there, regular routine service two weeks ago. It's like, great. When I get there, I'm going to call you. And I'm going to take pictures and I will text message you the pictures so that you know that it arrives safely. I'm like, do I have to be awake for this? Cause I'd kind of like to go to bed. He's like, no, that's fine. I'll just leave the voicemail, send you the text message. I'm like, awesome. So still the guy gets there and he picks up the phone and calls. Very first thing I looked at the timestamps this morning, calls me. And then afterwards does exactly what he says he was going to do when he was going to do it and sends me the text message with the pictures that had arrived amazing and guess what happened at 803 this morning the service department opens at 8 a.m i get a phone call from a service advisor at 803 this morning not an email not a text message a freaking phone call that says mr jordan i just wanted to let you know that we have your vehicle 
and that we are pulling it into the shop right now to figure out what's wrong with this. The only note that we got from the tow driver is that it doesn't start and somehow the remote start works, but it doesn't. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? And I said, you guys have it covered. You guys transmitted the message of everything that was wrong with this, the entire scenario here, all the way down to now where you have it in the shop looking at this thing, right? I was so damn impressed from this entire experience. Yeah, it sucked that my car wouldn't start, especially since it's only what, three years old and it only has 17,000 miles on it and the computer seems to be wacky on it, okay? That was a little frustrating, but I'm like, well, nothing, nothing to really do about it, right? It, it, I was maybe frustrated for like two seconds and I'm not even kidding because you have that thing that like wells up inside you and you're like, okay, but what can I do? I'm just gonna get through this. And then the, the best part that kept this is because BMW stuck with me and communicated with me every step of the way. And the most important thing that they did in that communication was one, set the right expectations with me. They told me exactly what was going to happen every step of the way and they freaking stuck to it. And second, they picked up the phone and called me multiple times. They didn't send an email, didn't send a push notification in an app. They sent a text message, but even though they sent a text message, they also freaking called me to make sure I received the text message. Same with the dude that took it there, right? You can see why this guy was selected by BMW. I think he was just a one-man band, right? You can see why he was selected with BMW in order to be a towing provider for them because he did the same exact thing and set forth the same exact cultural experience that BMW did themselves. Now, I tell you, I don't know if other brands do this, right? I don't know if Chevy does this. I don't know if Honda does it this way, right? All I know is that I have a BMW and they did it this way and it was amazing. You know, BMW, high-end car, right? Luxury vehicle, I've got an X7M, it makes sense. The company that I have reached out, high-end company, premium prices. These guys communicated with me how I needed to be communicated with the entire step of the way, how the world sees that communication. Because when it's something important like this, you don't just send an email. You don't just send a notification to an app. Sometimes you can send a text message if you can't get a hold of the person or to verify something, right? To see if you, you can get a hold of them. But I used to chant this around the office years ago, call first. Because that's the only way that you can set the correct expectations. We call first and we duplicate. Then we set the expectations. We tell them exactly what we're going to do in the time frame we're going to do it. If we can't do it right then, then we actually tell them, okay, this is about the amount of time you can expect. So even though it was two hours in my case, even though it was two freaking hours, they still set the right expectations and they underpromised and overdelivered. The guy showed up in 90 minutes. I loved it. And he also, again, kept me updated every step of the way with a phone call. That's so personal and it eliminates any misreadings from, from text, from email, from anything like that. This is why it reached out that we always call first, always pick up the phone. Email is never an option for first contact and I'm being serious with that. If that's something that I ever see anybody continuing to do, you will not work here anymore. That's as blunt as I can be because that is so impersonal and that's not who Reach Out is. Reach Out is somebody that makes the connection, builds the relationship, 
and sets the right expectations and then lives up to those expectations. That's the only way with the company that I've been building for 13 freaking years that we can actually provide the service that we need to provide the experience that our customers deserve. If you pick up the phone and you do all these other things, right, that I just talked about today, just BMW did, your customers that you serve are going to be amazing. They're, they're going to love you. They're going to they're gonna throw up survey results and comments and reviews and all these things that just say you're amazing, you're fast to solve my problem. I even saw one a couple weeks ago that was like, hey, it, it took me a little bit to get to a, a higher level tech. We reviewed this, right? But once I got there, this was a, a real comment. Once I got there. Everything was taken care of quickly, but it's a, it, it was like my two hour thing. The right expectations were set from the beginning so that person knew exactly what experience they were going to receive. So even though they're like, yeah, it took me just a bit to get to a, a higher level tech, but once I did, things were taken care of. They set the right expectations. They set the right expectations the entire way and we got it fixed and they were happy. They gave us a thumbs up. They gave us a smiley face. They gave us a five-star review, whatever you want to call it, and, and took the time to make the comments. Always pick up the phone. That's the first step to any form of communication. It's so lost on people today. It's so lost in the service industry. It's so lost even in just personal communication. Everybody resorts to email or text messages or going to some app. Pick up the fucking phone and watch every relationship that you have soar to new heights.